0: Carry around with you in your pocket. Welcome to Foundation Friday number twenty-four, and today I want to talk about the delegation of authority within your staff. Who is going to do what, when, where, and why? Um, this is something that I've uh, thought long and, and hard about here uh, during my time away uh, from being a head coach, um, and and one of the things that, that struck me really, really hard was I was, uh, going through an, an email or, or a, a flyer or something like that from uh coach Mike neighbors. And he talked about, uh, his first year on the job at the university of Washington as a head coach, his, his, uh, the 418 mistakes that I made in my first year as a head coach. And I, and I thought it was a very fascinating read. Um, but the, the, the thing that he came back to um, was, and this is what you need to think about as a head coach, the thing he came back to was, if it doesn't involve winning, I'm not doing it. And sometimes as a head coach, you get caught up, and and I am extremely guilty of this as well, to where you spread yourself so thin on all of these other things that sometimes you lose track of what your most important job is as the varsity head coach of your program, which is to develop your varsity team and do everything you can to get that squad to win as many games as it possibly can. Okay. So one of the things that I spent a lot of time working on, and, and, and like I said, I, I was, was guilty of this. Um, you know, for my first uh, seven or eight years as a head coach at my school, Um, I did not have an assistant coach in the building with me. My, my assistant coaches were terrific. They were awesome. Um, but where I caught myself was, uh, having to wear the hat of, of two, three, uh, four different jobs with, with different things. And, um, you know, if slash when I get back into being a head coach again, uh. This is this is uh, something that I'm going to concentrate on and, and delegate that authority much better. And it kind of got to the point after a few years where, well, this is what I just always do. Um, it, it just became part of the habit. And I and I sincerely believe that it took away from making our varsity team as good as it can as it could as good as it could have been. All right. And, and so if it doesn't involve winning, if you are the varsity head coach then you need to delegate that authority. Now, there's certain things that that you have to do as a head coach that, that don't involve winning. But, um, you know, I came up with a, a, a flowchart of, of things, uh, of, of how I would delegate things if I were to do it uh, again. Um, you uh, For the head coach. And, and, and this can fit, I, I put in, four coaching positions, uh, the head coach, the varsity assistant, the JV coach and the freshman coach. Okay. Now, if you have less coaches than that, uh, you would have to redo this. If you have more coaches than this, you could probably spread some things out a little bit more. Um, but, and, and just because I say, well, the freshman coach, this is how I have it aligned for the freshman coach. That doesn't mean that within your program, you got to fit your personalities and your coaches to the best of your ability and what fits them. Okay. So, uh, For the head coach, here's the things that I had listed in no particular order. Uh, Schedule and execute uh, open gym workouts. Uh, To create a shootout, we always tried to host a a small uh, one-day shootout with 8 to 12 other schools uh, to to get some games in in the summertime. Individual player meetings. Uh, To find sponsorships for your program, to have people to to contribute to your program. Uh, To plan and execute your high school summer camp. Uh, to be active in the weight room, uh, to make sure your program is signed up for leagues and camps, uh, to plan and execute a varsity retreat. Um, and that is something that I would like to do, uh, you know, if, like I said, if slash when I get back into it, uh, to plan and execute practices, to, to, to scout, to promote the program, to promote the culture of the program, uh, and to order equipment and inventory. Those are the main jobs of the head coach. Um, the varsity assistant coach, uh, here's what I have listed there, uh, plan and execute the banquet with the help of, uh, parent volunteers, uh, to track, uh, your camp signups for your high school camp and for your elementary and junior high camp to promote your camps, to give a target number. If you're the head coach, you say, Hey, uh, I would love to have 60 kids at our camp this summer. Do what you can to get 60 kids here. Uh, to collect money for camps and leagues, have the varsity assistant do that, to plan uh, team and travel meals during the season, have the varsity assistant coach do that, uh, to publish the, the team's weekly planner, to plan and execute the elementary and junior high camp, especially if you have a, have a, a younger uh, assistant coach who has goals of being a head coach, let them plan and execute the elementary and junior high camp. doesn't mean that you're not going to be there, but have them run it. Okay, Have them help you with scouting. Uh, have them uh, do the preseason conditioning, uh, to have them lead stretching before practice, uh, to calculate hustle board stats by the next practice. Okay? Those are all jobs that you can give to the varsity assistant. Uh, your JV coach, uh, to create and order camp tees, uh, to order practice jerseys, to order travel suits and any, uh, you know, any other gear that you would like to delegate to them, uh, to plan your team's community service for each season. Okay. You should have, uh, each, each, uh, class should have a community service project, uh, progra- uh, project, excuse me, that the whole program participates in, uh, to decorate the locker room, to have them responsible for that, uh, to plan and execute team breakfast, to coach and evaluate the JV team, uh, and any in-season apparel order, you know, the, 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 the sweatshirts that that mom and dad, grandpa and grandma wear in the in the stands, that type of thing. Have the JV coach handle that, all right? Your freshman coach have them handle all the junior high, or in our case, it was a feeder program uh, because we don't have a unified junior high system here in the parochial schools, uh, and and have them take care of all of that stuff. Uh, to schedule their practice times, to sign them up for leagues and camps, to collect money, and to communicate with the treasurer of your of your junior high programs, to plan and execute the junior high workouts, to coordinate your junior high coaches, uh, to communicate with families of your junior high players, to order the uniforms and T-shirts for your junior high programs, and then of course to coach and evaluate the freshman team. Okay. Uh, now again, all of those things you can slide around and you could and you could fit those spots. Uh, with your varsity assistant, your JV coach, and your freshman coach, um, but those are all things that you can delegate w- to where your focus as the varsity head coach is on winning. Okay, uh, your managers. Okay, uh, if you could have, and this is again, this is a perfect world. It depends on the size of your school. It depends on the involvement of your of your uh, your, your school and, and and what you have available. Okay, if you could find a videographer that would uh, tape your, uh, competitions and maybe create some, some hype videos as the kids like to call them these days. Okay. Uh, if you had another videographer that would maybe come in and tape a practice occasionally and do some social media stuff, you know, here's some stuff where, you know, uh, here's our, uh, Skyhawk drill. And and we're going to tape the Skyhawk drill today. And we're going to post that on our Twitter page to show our fans what our Skyhawk drill is. Uh, make sure you have one good statistician as a manager. Uh, try to have two day-to-day managers that are there on a consistent basis. You know, uh, Jimmy takes Monday, Bobby takes Tuesday, Jimmy takes Wednesday of practice, um, and then have one consistent bookkeeper uh, for your competitions. Okay. Uh, you can also structure your staff in different ways. Um, you know, you can you can uh, depending on your 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 level of comfort with your staff here. Uh, maybe you do, and, and Larry Bird first made this famous in the late 90s. Uh, Rick Carlisle was his, I believe, his offensive coordinator, and then uh, Dick Harter was his defensive coordinator. You could try that idea. Uh, you could do a game plan coordinator, um, and you could have a, a you, you could delegate to uh One of your assistant coaches, your quality control coach, your video coach, all right, you're going to do the cut-ups for the upcoming game against West High, all right, and and get those, you know, here's what I want us to look at. Uh, Another way that you can delegate authority uh, with your scouting is you can give each one of your coaches a responsibility. Uh, Again, let's use the four-coach role here. One of your assistant coaches looks at the offense of your upcoming opponents of every opponent. One coach looks at the defense of every opponent, and and one coach. Uh, and, and when I say offense, I'm talking about uh, they're running flex, they're they running horns. Here's here's their sets, okay. Uh, one coach looks at the defense. Hey, they're they're a running jump team. Uh, they're man to man. They're a pack line, whatever it may be. And then your third assistant uh, looks at personnel uh number 22 dead catch and shoot kid we can't we can't let uh 22 get any catch and shoots while you as the varsity head coach are looking at the overall and then you have your overall ideas and then you take the input of your offensive uh uh, the, the offensive game plan the defensive game plan and the personnel and you bring it all together and you create your scouting report for your team that's another way that you could look at it all right so delegation of authority within your staff and responsibilities for your staff members i think it's it's so vitally vitally important uh, to delegate that authority and again i'm going to go back to mike neighbors if it doesn't involve winning i'm not doing it and, and that is something, please learn that lesson from me, coaches. I know I spread myself way too thin doing all of those things. I don't want to say all of those things, but a lot of those things, I would say 80% of those things that I listed for uh, the assistant coaches, I was doing those things at one point. And I did a very poor job of delegating those responsibilities to my staff members who would have been willing to do it, and I just got into some bad habits. And so... You know, please learn your lessons from, from somebody like me who's been there, done that, to delegate that and to focus on winning and developing your varsity program and your program as a whole and let all of these other things take care of themselves with other people. Okay. This has been Foundation Friday number 24. Obviously, if you're listening, you're on iTunes or SoundCloud. Like, rate, review, uh, subscribe, uh, give us feedback. Uh, follow us on Twitter, a pen and a napkin. And if you have any questions, comments, ideas, suggestions, email us at a pen and a napkin at gmail.com. This has been Foundation Friday, number 24. I hope you liked it. Coaches, stay safe. And as always, be sure to hone your craft one day. a time.